This is a very, very instrumental and critical question. Why do people, um, by people we mean businesses, investors, entrepreneurs, governments seek out foreign markets? Um, why is it that you do not want to stay in your market or you do not consider choosing your market? I think I want to be able to make this distinction, right? Because most of the times when we talk about um, moving or seeking new markets, it's always about the word expansion, which is, you know, I mean, it's your home, you're, you're, you're moving out of your, your familiar from your circle, you're seeking new waters. And so in some form, it's almost like you're, you're moving boundaries, right? It's like you're, 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 you're doing cross-border in some form it's expansion in the sense of that word it is expansion you're expanding beyond what you know so but for the most part in in, in business the word expansion would, would mean that a business is at a cycle or it's at the phase of its life where it is it is probably on phase three probably like shakeout or it's it's stage four maturity um, where, but by this I mean before before I explain what I mean by shakeout and um, and maturity phases, I I just wanted to point out that there is there is that difference between expanding, um, because it, it, right I mean seeking out new markets is is in some form expansion, but you could be seeking out a new market just because you're your domestic market doesn't comprehend you as a business, right? It's not receptive in which I, that's the, that's the flip side of what um, I would be explaining today. Um, because in my case, for example, which is, which is I, I would, I mean, I would, I would lay it all out there so I could help you understand even better. In my case, it was just out of frustration. As a young entrepreneur, um, I, I, come up with a product offer and service offer that was not existent in the market. It was really difficult for me to penetrate the market or to get leads, you know, to even get people to understand what I had to do. It was very novel. Um, and so when you happen in that sort of a context, what is it that you, you do? You either, either just burn out with the frustration or, right, or you just, quit you get stressed out and you 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 quit right because then every fixture in the market does is not supported so first you have a client base that doesn't understand what the heck you're talking about <laughs> and then you don't have the accompaniment of you know that market in terms of the government support it's just that is just economically not as savvy or as evolved as you would love to be, right? So you're, you're, you're thinking as a young entrepreneur, what are you supposed to do to bootstrap yourself in a system that, you know, doesn't, that has like failing employment rates, um, where you cannot say, I'm gonna do an odd job and then raise like $500 within two days or within a week to then bootstrap. Again, this is happening to me years and years ago. The market that I'm talking about is not like that anymore. It's it's changed, but at the, at that point in my life, there was 
there was all these barriers within the market. And, I'm, and for right now, I'm just thinking, I'm thinking, you know, World Bank's ranking for, for ease of business, which these are things that you, you consider. I mean, we're going to talk later on about um, um, you know, factors that you should consider before choosing a, a foreign market. And, and some of these things would, 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 would come in play. Um, again, you, you want to con consider the GDP, unemployment rates. You want to, of course, political risks, currency risks, inflammation, uh, not inflammation, inflation. <laughs> Sorry for the word inflammation. We do have a food brand. And inflammation is one of the bad works of disease. So I'm sorry for using that word. I mean inflation. So some those are factors that you need to consider before. I mean, we're going to talk about it later on. But um, in my own context, it was, it was based from frustration. I was deeply frustrated as a youth. I think I was probably about 24 at the time. Was it 24? I, I had dropped out of school before that. <laughs> so it was like probably, yeah, I dropped out of school. Did I, had, had I dropped out of school at the time? I think, um, so in my early 20s, I was signed into to, 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 to college. And then I dropped out and then I, well, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, there's a lot of context to these stories. There is a lot of context. I know some of you are listening to me for the first time, but you do understand that for me, it's always been about um, practicality. It was very, very difficult for me sitting in a classroom when um, the market is the heartbeat of what's going on, right? I want it to be out. I want it to be on the, ter the terrain, the terrain. C'est ça en français. I wanted to be on the on the ground. I wanted to, I, I was I was I wanted to be practical. For me, that made more sense instead of you know sitting in, in in four walls and just limiting myself and then wait until four years, before. I could get, a paper to then certify that I knew about a market that's living and breathing and that is not waiting for me within those four years. By the time I'm done. Four years later, that market has advanced four more years, so I'm still going to have to restart again. So I wasted my money as an investor, thinking as an investor here. I wasted my money instead of having it plow for me on the market. I should have made, I should have grown a business idea or probably, um, and probably made some profit. This is, this is how I think. But, um, but so it was very frustrating to not have, to not have a launch pad within my own market. It, it was difficult. It was very difficult. I remember at the time going out to, to, to register a business and it was the most complicated process. I can't quite remember some of the intricacies that I had to go through, but it was definitely such a hassle. Um, getting credit was another thing you see what i mean because and this is something that i really wanted to differentiate this at the start because 
why do people enter markets it's so different if you're if you're entering it why do people enter new markets or foreign markets is so different depending on the the phase where you are and if you're like launch mode um business idea fresh off your brain um then your reasons for sticking out a market could probably tend to what you know my own personal case story right but there's businesses that have hit maturity and they have to behave like they're in launch mode. And I'm going to explain that because usually at maturity, um, businesses are like grown, like grown businesses are experiencing like slower, slower sales. You know, there's a decrease in, there's a decrease in, in sales, um, because, Probably there's this competition, this newer competition. Um, there is thinner profit margins. There is stagnating cash flow. So you're thinking cash flows are, are low, um, profits are, are, are minimal, and and sales are really dwindling. So instead of these companies to hit like decline and exit they start rejuvenating themselves, right? They have to suck new blood. That's why you have companies getting into foreign markets and acquiring other businesses, acquiring new technology, right? They invest in new technologies in emerging markets because they want to reinvent themselves. So that's why I'm saying that these, these people, people, businesses and investors brands getting into new markets it's i mean the drivers are very they're very uh diverse they're very they're very different for every business and for every stage that business is so a mature business who is probably at cycle four in its growth path and its progression of you know doing business becomes becomes rebirths itself so it starts to it starts again as if it were launching but it's launching is quite different from me whom i was launching with no no capital right so it's idea off off of my brains fresh off of my brains no i mean the credit financing is credit facilities in the market at the time wasn't as friendly as I wanted to say Astity because it's still not very friendly. <laughs> In some forms, it's even harder. It's even harder. And we, I don't want to get into, you know, debt funding or corporate funding life cycle. I don't, I, I don't want to get into that right now because it would, it would take us to different levels because then different places. Because, again, you, you have to understand the minds of, you know, commercial banks or, you know, venture capitalists when they're funding because usually at the early stages the launch uh the launch stage of a business what they're considering is not it's 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 not really the metrics i mean the financial metrics that they're considering is not really profit it's it's more business risks they're looking at and how you know business these risks the level of risks you know um change with within with 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 whether you know change with with the face the faces at which the business is 
I, I don't particularly want to get into this, but I mean, you know, the level of risks are usually very high when a business is just starting. At growth stage, when a business is, you know, um, when a business is experiencing rapid sales growth, you know, um, it's starting to see profits. It's probably past its break-even point. Um, you know, where there is the inflow of cash instead of cash flow. So, so there is positive, there is positive growth during the growth stage, which is like part uh, phase two of a business for business's life. Whereas in stage one, when it's just launching, it's like, no one knows your valuable position. No one knows your comparative advantages. Um, you're still startup mode. Costs are very high. <laughs> And there is actually you're actually losing to be honest it is you're spending more there is cash flow but your profits are down to zero um, so if your if your sales are lagging then obviously you know there's no profit and so it's gonna be very difficult for an investor to fund you at that stage. It's it's very difficult to convince an investor to do that at that stage because you're it's it's the risks are too high. But so when 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 a business is matured and it's reinventing itself, right? It still has it has cuz cuz before you're dying at least you these companies that before they die, they still have um access to capital right because they have all the assets it's, it's very easy for them to get capital whenever they want to get um especially when again this capital is going toward a new course that you know has potential based on you know the criteria that these investors are looking at um so capital for them is not at the stage i feel i, I just i feel like i just went all the way to explain this just to say that me at launch stage being frustrated because the market didn't have the right credit facilities is, is still very different from, you know, a company that has that's hit stage four, which is maturity and has to, you know, rebirth itself, has to reinvent itself from, from, from start. I hope I'm making sense here. Um, so if it's rebirthing itself through getting into a new market, then that's, that's its own driver. It's just to rebirth itself. But me, my own driver was um, indexes of, of ease of doing business with, without credit, with credit facility being one of, those, one of those major, major criteria why you would judge, why you would you know, judge whether a market is even worth it to start with was was an issue and so that's why i was seeking out i sought out a different market do you see what i mean so it was expansion in its, in, its, in the sense of the word but it was born from just being tired and you know out of out of probably a defense mode you know because because as a defense tactic maybe if you can gain advantage in your home market then you suppose to yourself that okay if you go to that market 
than first movers advantage and which brings me to the second point um, as to why um, I sought out the China market way, 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 way back, you know. Um, this, this was particularly because of my dad. Sadly enough, he didn't, you know, leave to, to experience me actually like being on that market and then transitioning, you know, full cycle to, I mean, well, not full cycle. I mean, it's just like um, launch and then growth stage where, you know, then from that growth stage, second phase where there's increase of sales and you're heading back, you're looking for, for, for new markets to now, to now, you know, scale through. That's why we're in Africa market again today. So, but, but my dad was really instrumental because he, he, he at the time saw the China market and we're, we're saying nine years ago, we, he at the time saw the China market as, as the future. My dad was quite a visionary. I, he was, he was quite a visionary to have, to have seen the Chinese market to become this mega moth. Um, that it is today is the second largest, if not the first. Um, it's it's prowess and it's just contending with, with with the U.S. and and, and toppling, and toppling over like old old brands and market reaching so many different different um, uh, markets and having that respect and that repute. My dad sort of saw that at the time, and so. Um, and he was like first mover's advantage. Go there and gain, you know, go there and gain market share before people even discover that this is going to be a thing. Oh, this is a thing. You see what I mean? So it's just like he speculated and it worked pretty well. And today I am able to use that as, as leverage because, again, we live in an age where... Um, where global branding is more critical than ever before because i have footprint on the china market wider customer base broader brand broader brand this pays me significant dividends right this 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 is a comparative advantage if i you know if i'm speaking on on a local level is that international presence is always going to be my leverage just because I understand certain specifics in the global market, China being a global market itself, um, I'm able to bring that expertise, you know, locally in the African market where, you know, it's better client service and competitive advantage. So it, it's always played out. So in as much as it was born out of frustration and my dad being able to speculate those are some of the drivers that, you know, as, as a defense mechanism. Well, my, for me, it was like, it was, well, I, is, it, is it defense mechanism? As in, you know, you can't you can have access or within your local market, and so then you move on to a new market to sort of gain ground territory before others know it, you know, and not to feel bad that you didn't succeed on your, your local market. So in some forms, it's just very, um, it's like you're playing defense. 
or you're just like you're playing offense, not defense. But it's a defensive maneuver because then uh, you're you're doing that so that you can protect, you know, market share and again profits in the future with with competitors. So I just wanted to be able to make out that difference. When, when, mar when people are expanding into new markets, yes, it's an expansion in some forms, but again, you have to look at the life cycle where a business is at, right? It could be launch mode, it could be launch phase, sorry, it could be growth. Um, and I've tried to, tried to explain, uh, it could be, be, I've tried to explain to you what specific drivers would be, like launch mode when, when you're just starting out, or lunch mode when you're mature enough, it's just completely different. The driver is there would be completely different. And so in generic terms, drivers for expansion um, into foreign markets would be the opening up new markets for products or services. Businesses want to tap into new markets because again it, it provides um it provides them a chance which was which was my case actually at the time i was selling i was selling education programs i think utilitarian education entrepreneurial based learning i was selling that after i'd gone through years and years of just researching um, but the receptivity was really bad and hospitality was 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 bad but so I needed a new market to, to try out, you know, customer reception. So opening up new markets for, for products or, or services, right? Um, if English, if, if, if you are English uh, training business, English business, English training uh, business, it, it might be, it might be, it might be a service for your business to say establish a an, an entity somewhere in in france maybe or in china right it might make sense instead of doing it where your domestic market is like fully english speaking just depends just depends on company strategy on where a business is at point in time um it it depends so Another driver for expansion would be gaining market share in target market. Uh, first movers advantage, you want to grow, grow the brand way before, you know, and, and become a household name so that you can, you not be threatened by competition. Another reason would be seeking foreign markets in response to increasing competition in your home market. I feel like that's the same thing I just said, I just talked about. Um, because of you know cheaper cost cost operations costs i think that's that's also a main driver I remember so many businesses you know established from from europe went to china that's why china today is is the hub of of of, of production because a lot of those big brands were cajoled by cheap labor costs back in the day in china Instead of running your factory in Europe where it was very expensive to pay your staff, why not do it in, in China? And the government was very savvy to, to open up its market in that way. And so, you know, China today is a repertoire producing for the entire world. Mm. So, um, 
I think for those European European businesses, it was it was I think um, low labor labor costs was such a driver for them. Um, operations cost low operations cost was such a driver for them. Um, um, finding new talent and skills, the same thing. Um, finding new sources of capital. If credit facilities in your in your in your in your in your home domestic market, it's not very friendly. Different markets have incentives for businesses for for, for foreign owned businesses, and you could totally usurp the opportunity. Um, again, M and A's acquiring new businesses, you know, leveraging leveraging that to 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 have more blood in the game. Um, one other one that I think of. Mm, maybe this maybe raw materials. If you are instead of instead of again, this is this is hugely a problem that we have on the African market because again, um, I feel like investors who are road constructors would have such an opportunity in Africa because what is the need for us to bring like, you know, different, because again, a lot of the raw materials come from Africa. A lot of the raw materials of everything, you know, that's being made in this world. A lot of it comes from Africa. Um, there's no need for me to, 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 to talk about like Kotan that's used for phones by one of the largest um, technology and phone manufacturer Transion is it's called Transion yeah that's the name Transion it's it's a Chinese company those 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 raw materials come from the Congo that's used in mobile phones remember that Xiaomi is 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 is, is scaling is soaring in terms of sales like in the entire world more than Apple is doing currently as I as I speak so again if, if you're sourcing a lot of the source the raw materials and then spending money in 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 import and export in export right you export it from the African market to the Chinese market if that part of the supply chain were taken out you know by um, transient or techno bringing in you know their manufacturing unit in Africa then it's just like straight the phones that are made the phones that are going to be made in in Africa which is you know work within um would then be be used on the African market or it could be shipped across the world again 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 setting up manufacturing units it's a lot of capital it's a lot of capital it's a lot of capital um again for the company it's a lot of like hard, hard, hard assets in place here. Um, but so one of the factors that could help for some of those types of companies to have local presence in, in, in Africa would be the construction of roads. Because again, there's no roads. I mean, there's roads. But there is an opportunity for investors to come in with with no with 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 top seal, with 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 you know different forms of, of working with of doing work construction here in Africa. So then you can have like 
from factory to to market you know some of those roads they're, they're quite important so I think people will gain access because of important raw materials that they need um, just again depending on what stage a business is in I hope I did answer that question um, I think I belabored every point um, if there's anything you you can go in and, and, and ask I, I really love these sessions, though. Thank you for these questions. It reminds me of, of business school. Um, these are some of the questions that we never got to answer whilst in business school. <laughs> but so here we are today. Thankful, 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 thankful. Mm. Um, yeah, so but no two companies, I feel like the takeaway will be to remember that no two companies share precisely the same mix of motivations for choosing a foreign market. Check with your business, check with what stage you are in um, and what your next strategies, what your strategies for the coming years are um, to then determine what your own drivers would be to expanding Again, I've described what the word expanding is, but you know, of expanding into uh, whether whether it's a project you want to expand or your brand, of course, a business into new markets. Okay, okay, perfect. 